0: there. Welcome back. I'm Karen Hall, your host of the Hero Within podcast. I'm passionate about sharing inspiring true stories of unsung heroes who've overcome some of life's most challenging adversities. Come along with me and learn how you too can find hope and healing to return to love. Many times in life, we have expectations of what our life should look like. It's easy to think, my parents, my spouse, my children should look like this. Or we may have an image in our mind and think, this is what my marriage, or my career, or my relationships, or my life should look like. We might think we should be married by now, or surely own our own home by now, or be at a certain place in life by this point. But what does it mean if I'm not where I think I should be? We may have physical or mental health struggles tensions in our marriage, financial problems, or worries about our children. Like the Israelites, we might feel like we are in a hard place with the Pharaoh's army bearing down on our tail, and we want God to part the sea and take us to the promised land before everything is lost. Boy, I have felt that way. I have felt like things were just pressing down on me, and I just literally asked the Lord to part the Red Sea. During times in our life when things aren't going the way we had hoped and we're praying and things aren't changing, we may think He isn't listening. We may conclude that He doesn't care about us and the pain we are in. We may give up on God. What do we do when we think He isn't listening, or even worse, when we think He doesn't care? We may turn away from God. We may, in effect, say to God, Since you aren't taking care of me the way I want you to, I'll take care of myself. I'll do whatever I need to do. I will save myself. This reminds me of my two-year-old daughter who declared to me, Do itself. We basically say to God, Do itself. It feels painful when life is not going the way we want, especially when this continues on for a time. And when we are in pain, our natural tendency is to turn inward. A dog curls up to lick its wounds. Often, when a person has suffered extreme physical or psychological trauma and stress, they will assume the fetal position or a similar position in which the back is curved forward, the legs are tucked in and brought up against the abdomen, the head is bowed, and the arms are wrapped around the body or head to prevent further trauma. This position provides better protection to the brain and the vital organs than simply being spread eagle laying out on the ground which is why it is an instinctual reaction to extreme stress or trauma. In addition to emotionally turning inward, we may turn to something to numb the pain, such as food, a screen, substances, porn, and even excessive good things, such as being a workaholic, instead of turning to God. We want to go a hundred miles an hour on the Audubon straight to our dreams and desires being realized, But the journey may include detours, bumps, and potholes as the Lord molds us into the people that He needs us to be. Why can't it just be easy? Have you ever found yourself asking that question? I remember a time when I was trying to teach my young children about how challenges are a part of this life. I asked them if they wanted to play a game. And of course, they were so excited. I told the first child to draw a card. And as I read from the card, I said, Take 20 steps straight and cross the finish line. I had a little rope at the end for the little finish line. (laughs) So they did. And the next child had a similar card. And I said, take 10 large straight steps and cross the finish line. And they did. (laughs) I paused and I asked them, what do you think about this game? The two children at the finish line were sitting down looking around aimlessly. And they both said with a heavy sigh and some exasperation, this game is boring. (laughs) I asked them why. They said it was so boring because there was nothing to do but take straight steps and the game was over. I said, you are absolutely right. I asked, well, what would make it more fun? And they suggested creative obstacles to overcome. I said, that's what makes a game interesting. And we talked about adventures that we had been on, such as rafting, or hiking in the mountains, body surfing and skiing. I asked what made those experiences memorable and fun. We talked about how we had to stretch ourselves in difficult circumstances. And sometimes it was a little bit scary. And sometimes it was hard. And we felt excited as we were able to overcome the obstacles or difficulties that we faced. We then looked back, feeling pleased with ourselves and our efforts, because we knew that it wasn't easy, and we had dug deep and rose to the task. I explained that Heavenly Father wants us to grow here on earth. If we were born and had no difficult roads to climb or heavy loads to carry, we wouldn't build our muscles in our body. Spiritually, we are also allowed to experience challenges that help us grow in faith as we learn to trust the Lord. There is a purpose in life not being easy and getting everything that we want the minute that we want it. Brad Wilcox posed the question, is God like a vending machine that delivers the goods once the right amount has been deposited? No, we are the ones who have been bought with a price, not God. Why do we sometimes think of God like a vending machine? And I know sometimes it's not really that conscious of a thought. Sometimes we just think to ourselves, well, I did this good thing, and so where's my reward? I served you on a mission, Lord. Where's my fiancé? I vowed to have a covenant marriage. Where's my happily ever after? I paid my tithes and offerings. Where's my prosperity? John, by the way, said, We don't earn our salvation or our blessings by making good works deposits or making some required amount of deposits. God, the gospel, the doctrine of retribution, the law of the harvest, none of these are like vending machines. We learn that there is a, quote, eventually time period, a, quote, waiting period, a season, a by-and-by, and the season may be yet prolonged by months, years, decades, or even into the next life. And life can be incredibly frustrating during the eventually or waiting time period. We may want to punch and kick and tilt something. That's the test in testimony. And the test of faith can only be passed with patience and with the right motives and desires for following God. We experience obstacles for many reasons, and there are times that we are allowed to go through obstacles so we will develop character traits, as we've talked about before. As we go through challenges and draw nearer to the Lord, we get to know Him and feel His love for us. We know that He is mindful of us compared to just reading that He is or thinking that He is. Corey Tinboom says it so well. You can never learn that Christ is all you need until Christ is all you have. In this way, not having things go the way we want can be a catalyst for us turning to the Lord and trusting in Him. Isn't that amazing? It seems like it would be the opposite way around, but it's a paradox. The thing is, it can be difficult to trust God when we have had our trust betrayed by others in this life. How can we trust God? And the bigger picture is, how can we trust Him completely? Well, in part two, we will answer this question. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. I know you're busy. Did you know that you help spread the love by leaving a review and following? This helps increase our visibility so people can find us online. I really appreciate your help. I'm wishing you lots of love in your own hero's journey.